This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our many hilarious commercials. Hi, did you know that you can get a quote on your motorcycle insurance in under three minutes at Progressive.com? And did you know that saying hi makes even bad news sound good? Hi, you have high cholesterol. Hi, you're fine. And this is what that same commercial sounds like on your motorcycle. Hi, there's no more cake. Even our commercials sound better on a bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, Progressive helps keep you on yours. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. Welcome, welcome to day two of Riding the Pines Playoff Podcast. I am Hondo, here with Gee. What's up, Gee? Yo, yo, what up, man? Man, it's a full-time job getting into the NBA playoffs. <laughs> you quickly realize day two of the NBA playoffs. You're just like, oh my god, I gotta take I gotta take a break. I gotta like, I gotta eat and probably should go to the gym. And I don't just have time like, for that. Just like, did you go outside today? No. 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 <laughs> There's four games on. There's no time to go outside. I woke up to my alarm being like, oh shoot, I'm missing, I'm, you know, I'm missing opening tip. Instead yeah. of like a casual lazy Sunday. Yeah. So it'll it'll start to tame down tomorrow, oh, but okay. but for the first couple of days, holy cow. Mm-hmm. Just massive amount of games. Hey, but there are some great games today. Uh let's just go right into it. You know what? We're just going to we're going to go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are going to go right into gameplay. So 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 we are going to go Go into the games for Sunday. What is it? Sunday 16th? the sixteenth. I'm just like, man, it's all blurring together at it's this the point. Day after tax day. <laughs> day after tax day. So we'll just go right through it. So our first game up is the first game of the morning. This was the Wizards taking on the Hawks. Wizards end up winning this thing, one fourteen, one oh seven. Boy, I this. The end result did not throw me off whatsoever. Mm. The The Wizards are are crazy, crazy good, and they have been crazy good this season. And I'm like, I don't think Atlanta had anything to... I don't think they could do anything to stack up against them here. Mm-hmm. Some people are predicting this in like six or seven, and I'm just like, no, no way. way. No way. What What could possibly happen in order to bring Atlanta into the... The win column here for this series. Yeah, I mean the theme of this series really is Beal Wall versus <laughs> versus Dwight Howard's resurgence. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder and others, right? Like, mm-hmm. and how does Millsap kind of basically obtain his status as the as a B star All Star? You know? Yeah, I think both of us are in consensus here. Like Atlanta has no shot in this series. No, they like, they, they made this game very competitive. I would say. The first quarter, the first half, it was tied. You know, like the first half, even Atlanta was leading for a while, mm-hmm. and Beal was kind of off. You live and die by the, sh- you know, by the three. If you're shooting two for eleven from three, you're being inefficient. You're losing production 
from one of your stars, that's an opportunity. That's a that's a place where you can take advantage of if you're Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But then they do they go to their game, which is they should be down low and everything with Dwight Howard and and Millsap. Look at look at their post game stats, man. Yeah, eight shots from Millsap, six shots from Howard. Yeah. Okay, so they don't take advantage of their advantage. No, and they're just chucking uh, from three. Yeah, but then if you're not taking care of, if you're not taking advantage of your height down low, yeah. you're going up against some of the some of the best guards right in in, in the NBA, and it's just like you're not going to win there. You right. will not win. You right. will not win if it's if it's a match between Hardaway Jr. and Schroeder and and Wall and uh, and Beal and those guys. It yeah. they will not win. And and these guys. So let, let's talk about the fact here. Schroeder is like the leading scorer for Atlanta in this game. Yeah, that no. is that is not who they want to be leading mm-hmm. the charge here. I I think they absolutely need Millsap leading the charge in order for this thing to to you know in order for them to take over. And they need much bigger production from Howard at this point. Yeah, some of my keys for game two. We, we could jump into game two later sure. in more in depth. Sure, but more Millsap, more Howard. Yep, you know, less Schroeder in my opinion. But anyways. Um, Stars and Stripes uniforms for Washington, they look super dabber, man. Like, they yeah. look so slick. Oubre was super hype as fuck before the game started. Sure. Um, Markeith Morris, dude, I don't know why I would ever say this, but, like, every team needs a Morris, you know? Yeah. Like him. He is crushing it on the boards, um, post-defense, blocking yeah. out, getting blocks, making threes. He's doing it all. Every team needs that kind of enforcer-esque per- person. Absolutely. And they have a couple of them in Gortat. Morris and to a lesser extent, you know, Jason Smith and stuff like that. So it's really cool seeing that. And then finally, you have the freaking uh, general of the. I know, I know, yeah, I know. A much lesser extent, Jason <laughs> <I know>. Smith. <laughs> All right. I know. I heard myself say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you had the enforcer in John Wall. Like, oh, yeah. The, from the guard position. And he is. He's solidified his, his place in the top 10 in the NBA right now in terms mm-hmm. of NBA players. John Wall, postseason John Wall is really fun to see. You have, you have that, you know, that chip on your shoulder. He needs a breakthrough. You know, he needs to get past a couple series here. He's shown that he needs it. He's shown the swagger. Him and Beal are getting up on every play, making hollering noises and all that stuff. Yeah. And he goes 12 for 24 for 32 points from John Wall. Yeah. Boy, he's not done. 14 assists. By the way, like one or two turnovers. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the general on the court. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Let's his team... Getting the flow of the offense. No one's like out of rotation there. You know, like mm-hmm. Porter could take 10 shots, but he doesn't need 10 shots. You know, Markeith Morris doesn't need 10 shots. Sure. He might get occasionally 15 or so. Yeah. But he's distributing it really well. But so let, let, let's talk about one thing, though. And this is this may not end up being an issue in this series, but I think it will be mm-hmm. in future series for the Wizards. Their, their bench has to add add more for the Wizards. Like their starters are are rock solid and and we both know that with with Morris with with Porter with you know with the Polish Hammer. You know, all of those people and you know the obvious stars in Wall and Beal. Like those guys those guys can run the table, but yeah. in, in order in order to to play competitively in the Eastern Conference Finals or some someplace like that, they they need to have more depth because mm-hmm. they cannot be giving Full game, you know, these guys cannot be running 40, 45 minutes. They're just, they will get exhausted yeah. and they will get beat down in that series. Um, so, yeah, I, I, th- I think there's more to, more to come there. But You're right. Bogdan Bogdanovich needs to show up. Like, he was a no-show in this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ubre and Brandon Jennings are probably the only two players that mattered on the bench this game. Mm-hmm. But 
you're right, but they're not as deep as you probably initially thought. Mm-hmm. They were so lucky and so fortunate to get yeah. a Brandon Jennings and a Bogdan, you know, Bogdanovich at the trade deadline, you know? Yeah. Because they didn't have that depth. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not worried about Ubre and um, Bogdanovich, but like they, they just are not having any value from these mm-hmm. other guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I think more is to come. Boy, the three point shooting from Beal here was just kind of atrocious. It was awful. But but I think that's not how they win. It's not, they, that's they, not that's not going to be sustainable. He's yeah. going to go six for ten. He's going to go seven for eleven. Yeah, no, he'll he'll change so it. He'll break that. He'll change it up. And and the you know the key to the the key of the Wizards is physical ball, is physical ball and just speed and and just <laughs> just yeah. running the court. Yeah. Those those guys have it when they when they when they leave it to the general. So okay, let's go into thoughts thoughts for the next game in this series. Well, if we look at Atlanta in more in depth. We don't need to. Um, <laughs> it, it's a short sentence, right? Like, there's sure. no, there's no real need to. But um, they need to trim their roster in terms of who they're playing. Look at them, all the bench players that they're playing, large minutes. They don't need any of that. Need yeah. they had? They found a gem in Ersan Ilyasova. Why? And um, you know, twenty minutes and got like you know, stable production, ten and ten essentially. Yeah. They Jose, need yeah. more Hardaway. They need more Howard. They need more Millsap. And they found you know a. A rookie or a second-year player that's doing insanely well in Torian Prince. Yeah, they need to ride that, and they don't need. I know he kind of came out of nowhere. So, okay, because I'm I'm racking my brain, and I was looking at this earlier. Yeah. When did he like? Yeah, uh, how long has he actually been with the Hawks all yeah. season? Yeah, yeah, he's I think okay. He's a rookie. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I'm just like I. I was looking at it, and I was still kind of shocked. And I'm like, I've been watching games all season. And I'm like, I really don't know that much about him. Right. And I'm like, oh, is that Tayshawn Prince? No, that's Tareen Prince. So, yeah. yeah, interesting. Well, I'm just saying, more Millsap, more Howard, more Junior, or Hardaway Junior. Mm-hmm. But do it. What's do you. Don't do anything that's you know, out of the ordinary. Yeah. And really bring the game down to your pace. Don't make John Wall's pace the pace of the game. Right? <laughs> you they you won't, won't win. They won't win. You'll get completely swept, as it looks like it will happen. So my plan for my keys to game two, if Atlanta has a shot in the series, less Schroeder jacking up threes, more distribution to Millsap and having Millsap slow the game down mm-hmm. and take 20 shots. Yeah. Not eight. Yeah. I also think more candy bars. For more candy bars. More, more, more Dwight, for Dwight more Howard. Bars. I like, how are you not, how are you not stocking this man up? He needs the power down low. He needs the power down low. If he's going to super slam, he needs, he needs the chocolate infused super slam. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no question about that. All right, so let's let's move on to another game. Uh, there were f- four games today, so boy, there's much more to come. Mm-hmm. All right, next game. Next game doesn't. Uh, I, know, I, I know. I I don't know. You know, it's like how how much do you really want to talk about this? This is uh, Golden State taking on the Blazers. One twenty one. One twenty one. One hundred nine. The Blazers are not playing bad in this game. The Blazers are not playing bad, but the Blazers have to understand who they're playing in this game yeah and it's just i you know when i when i looked at this game and started thinking about the themes uh, you know obviously because you know right. the the caliber of the warriors but the other theme i i started looking at is just like who's who's scoring and is it atypical from what they did in the season mm-hmm. no there's no like stellar performances this is like Day in, day out, grind in, grind out, like just like completely bring it. And 
they don't even really have any stellar performances. Durant goes for 32, Curry with 29, Thompson has 15. Like Thompson, Thompson could go for 40 right. the next game. Mm-hmm. It's just it's completely it's almost impossible to predict what's going to happen. You have a pretty good feeling that Curry's probably going to go 25 to 30. Durant's probably going to do about the same. And then it's just like the other guys just kind of fill in as they need to. Right. So it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what can be done. You know, but on the Portland side of the equation, just a monster game from CJ McCollum today. Absolutely monster. And, and that's, you know, that's going to be what, uh, what a lot of people point to in this game. Um, but it's just not enough. Yeah. It's it's not enough. You have CJ, you have CJ and Lillard going for a combined seventy five. <laughs> That's stupid. As fuck. That's stupid and outrageous. And and Lillard has some of like probably the best crossover oh, yeah. of the entire the entire the entire playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Spanning the forty eight hours <laughs> across the globe, all, all two days. We're just yeah. we're just wired here. <laughs> um, but. So what what can what can yeah. the sorry what can Portland actually do you know to to dent Golden State at this point is there anything they can do or is this a four and out WWPD what would Portland do <laughs> um, or what will Portland do? I was I was trying to think through that, I don't that know. happy that, Easter that, everyone happy Easter <laughs> <laughs> I don't know wear those wristbands um, rip all the city I would say. Portland needs to recognize that they're going to get swept and um, act accordingly and just not show up for games. <laughs> Honestly, um, CJ McCollum isn't scoring 41 points ever in this series again, right? Yeah. If he does, great. They're still losing. Yeah. Okay. Look at the bench. Now, that's exactly what needs to change. Alan Crabb needs to actually shoot more than five times. Alan Crabb needs to get the ball more than, you know, eight times. Yeah. All right. So Lillard is shooting. I mean, he's playing 22 minutes with, with five with $75 million in his pocket. With five, five shots and $75 million in yeah. his pocket. That That's not going to work out from uh, a, you know. Yeah. It's not Brandon Rush right. type type bad, but, you know, whatever. This starting lineup is uh, new to this series or to the Portland Trailblazers. I think they usually start Aminu and they switched it out because of matchups. So, okay. Harkless is starting and Noah Vonley is starting. By the way, Noah Vonley, you are trash. Get off the court. <laughs> you suck. Anything that you can do, Portland, to not have him play, the better. Mm-hmm. Okay, Evan Turner is starting and is playing, and that sucks because... Evan Turner is not a good basketball player. Okay. So there's a theme here, right? The theme is Portland, you suck because you have you don't have Nurkic right now. You are competitive with Nurkic. Yes. But you probably still get swept by the Warriors. So what Here's, so sorry, just just for my benefit and edification, when Nurkic is playing, what what does the starting lineup look? Yeah, yeah. It's Nurkic Harkless. Okay. And uh, Aminu, Aminu. And then Lillard McCollum. Lillard McCollum. Okay. And it's a much better defensive stance. And they don't need the offensive production from Mo Harkless and Evan Turner, apparently, because they have Nurkic in the middle, right? They have Nurkic that can get production on the middle. Sure. Okay. And it also keeps Golden State honest, right, if Nurkic is in there. I low-key think Nurkic is done for the series and for the season. Yeah. And they're just trying to hide it and mask it with some some random storyline. Oh, he's, like, you know, visiting his family. Or he's, like, you know, <laughs> taking care of – he's painting some Easter eggs right now, you know? He just can't show up today. He's stuck in traffic. He's <laughs> His stencil's broke. You know? like, this, is, this is outrageous. This is, this it's is Yusuf. Out- <laughs> Yusuf paints Easter eggs. 
Sponsored by Ryan the Pine. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. But this this is the best. This is the best Easter playoff episode I've ever done. Yes, the only one we've ever done. <laughs> very very specifically amazing. <laughs> um, okay, and then, dude, I just want to say, like, Golden State Warriors, watching them in their Zen state, like yeah. watching them shoot the way they shoot, how they orchestrate offense for better offense. Draymond Green kind of wasn't himself in the beginning of the season. Sure. And he is just fucking rocking it. Oh, God. I if just, he's Okay, they kind of let Draymond kind of shoot, and they're going to ride Draymond in terms of him getting open looks in terms of Portland. Mm-hmm. But then he was making all his shots, so they had to switch it up in the second half. So then, you know, then Steph Curry went off. I believe the end of the game was all Durant and all Green, right? Yeah. It was just back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. He, he almost has a triple-double. <laughs> And that's like a quiet triple double, dude. Like it's yeah. crazy. 19, I, nine, 19, 12, and nine. Yeah. I mean, still. And he's just like his, but he also had five blocks in this game. Some monster blocks. Some like literally some of the best blocking that I've seen the entire the entire oh. season. It's like get off your seat, break your chair, kind of. Yeah. Get it, up. It's like watching. It's not quite as entertaining for me as watching DeAndre Jordan just oh, sure. like power swat somebody, yeah. but. You know, this is a this is a definite second to me. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tied eighty eight to eighty eight at the fourth quarter. So yeah. they are competitive. They are if they're making shots like McCollum was fucking god in the yeah, first half. But there's a dial. There's, there's a, a dial. There's a dial here yeah. that just says, "Hey, Golden oh, State, fourth quarter. We're gonna go to eleven. You don't <laughs> yeah. you don't have that volume on on your speakers right. because that's only we can listen to it that loud. <laughs> the uh, decibel level. Yes, um, that's hilarious. I would say. Um, 41 from CJ, 34 from Damian Lillard. That's amazing, not sustainable. Need to get others involved. Need sure. to get Crab involved. Need to get Crab 15 t- touches a game, you know, 15 shot attempts a game. Okay. Evan Turner, as great as he is, as bad as he is, he needs to be less involved as well. And it's just Crab, McCollum, D- Lillard, and a little bit more Minu. And I feel mm. like there's going to be something there, maybe more Harkless. Mm. More Harkless. Uh. <laughs> That's fine. All right, so l- l- let's just go into thoughts and predictions for... For the next game in this series. Oh. Um, well, if KD keeps introducing new moves like the inverted Eurostep that I watched today, like, nothing can stop him. <laughs> yeah. Not even himself. You know, like, it's insane. Um, but. A 30-point beatdown. But, but are, we, are we willing to theorize what happens when he faces himself? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's fine. It's fine. If he it's, faces himself, he has the question to ask, do I shave or should I go? You know? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Uh, a 30-point beatdown is my answer. I'll go at 20. I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll go at 20. I'm not, I'm, like, there, there is nothing. They're, they're incredible. They're incredible ballers in, mm-hmm. in terms of Dame and CJ. But that, that two, they have two and they need five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they need more points in Golden State. Good luck. You know, like, yeah. that's how you win the game. Golden State, like, Clay Thompson's not going to shoot one for six from three next game. He's going to shoot yeah. five for seven. You know, he's going to shoot eight for 12. Like he's scoring forty points in the next game or so, you know. So, all right, okay, let's move on to the third game of today, and that was the Bulls and Celtics. Bulls pull this one out, one hundred six, one hundred two. Shout out to Danny's here from NBA Thursday. Uh, what the hell, Danny? This is just an MTG. No, of course, of course. But Danny was talking all kinds of shit on the, oh, yeah. on Slack, so I, you know, I had to, I had to mention it. I also predicted this too. You did. You did. So shout out to me. So, but are we gonna are we gonna play into the 
the full narrative here, like mm. it's because of IT and because of his emotional situation and the you know kind of what he's going through is is that the reason why no. this happens or is no it, okay. I, I do want to say two sec- two things about this. Yes. I feel terrible. Yes. I feel terrible with the situation because 24 hours later he has to play a game. Yeah. And he's not even like in the mental state to play and he fucking rocks it. Yeah. He gets like back to back and ones. Yeah. Back to back three pointers. Goes to the line 12 times. Like he's in this game to win it, giving it his all. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Boston has a problem on their roster and it's not enough of everything. Like they have a lot of little things, right? Mm-hmm. They have a good defensive player in Marcus Smart. They have a great defensive player in Bradley, but they're small. And Isaiah Thomas is small. They don't have size in the back in the guards position. So Butler, Wade, I mean Rondo can kind of have their will, you know. Yep. Um, and I guess the strategy for Boston is to have sh- Chicago beat themselves, and Chicago almost did. Like in the third quarter, they were sh- making Miritich shoot like every possession. From three and missing, by the way. He's solid over five from over five from three. Yeah, he made that layup. Otherwise, he would have been an O man. So, um, in Boston, though they have great defensive prowess, they don't have anyone to take over the game other than Isaiah Thomas, who will be guarded and defended by Rondo to a great extent. You know. So here's my question here. I mean, they do have some high caliber players though. Beyond Thomas, whether they can actually take it over is the question because. Why can't Horford take it over? Why can't Horford take it over? Why can't Bradley take it over? I know that Crowder's not going to take it over, but like Horford, Horford is that caliber. He should, why, he should be able to do it. Why don't they dump it down low? I am very interested in that. They should do more of that. Um, and he had a really efficient, right, 8 of 13 or whatever game for like he had 20 points or something. Mm-hmm. He's doing his work, but... He needs to do more for Boston, and he needs to realize this. Like, do it for Isaiah. Do it for Boston. Do all go all out. Just not enough. Chicago's not a cakewalk. Like, th- there's a reason why this is a suspect series, right? Yeah. There's chaos in here because there's a lot of storyline with these two teams. There's a lot of lineage of history. In addition, you're not going to blow out a team that has Jimmy Butler on it. No. Jimmy Butler is also what Paul George should be, right? Mm-hmm. Paul George should take over the game and take control of the game. And not let anyone else do anything about about it. Yeah. Not defer. Can we? Can we just? And Jimmy Butler took over the game. You know. Yeah. And and once that happens, it's 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 over with. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy at his at his peak is better than I. Well, let me see before mm. I say that. Before I say this, is Jimmy at it? I'm going to say it as a question, not as a statement. Is Jimmy at his peak better than Isaiah at his peak? Yes. Really. I think so. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I need. I'm gonna. I'm gonna grovel on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't need to be answered by us. No, it's yeah. gonna be answered in in the comments. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Hondo, you're full of shit. Put it. <laughs> you know, put it in the comments. And we get so many of those comments. Oh yeah. Hey, God. hey, man, you got. We yeah, love it. Yeah, keep yeah, it just, up, guys. Yeah, keep the mailbox full. <laughs> so, um, but let, let's just talk about a couple of crazy stats here. We got Lopez. Lopez has right. f- 14. Rondo with 12. Wait. Wade only has 11 in this. Hmm. Bobby fucking Portis has 19 points. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was kind of out of pocket for this game. And it's just like, you you sent this stat to me and I was just shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You were SMHing. I was going to say, do you recall 
the Chicago podcast we had. I we did. had these two teams on the podcast. We talked about Chicago and Boston yeah, on because, that podcast. Because this is this is fun. This is kick down, drag out type basketball. And this was, but this was the dog days. Oh, I, this was even before this, the season. I remember. I remember. I remember podcasting about it. Rem- I said Crazy Eyes needs to have more of a presence on this team. <laughs> hey, somebody found somebody found, somebody found that. Well, well, somebody found that. Somebody also found Paul Zipser. Oh, he, yeah. he came off the. <laughs> they locate him on the milk carton. He's now on the bench. Paul Zipser is yes. back. He's. They're on. so inspired. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, Praise the Jesus on Easter. <laughs> So, but Portishead, 8 for 10, couldn't miss from 3, 19 points. That's remarkable. I don't think that's like going to happen again. Yeah. Because that's not sustainable, but neither is Miritic shooting 1 for 9. Yeah, Miritic, no. He'll have a 10-point, 12-point game, you know? Mm-hmm. But Ryan, Portis, like Portis is your, in a really sad way, like your future in depth right now. You need to pr- procure that. Portis is future depth. Is future. Thank you for holding it up right there. I just held it. I just uh, held it right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, Jimmy Butler, man, he had these like, uh, I think it was like back to back possessions for three when it was getting close. If not, Boston was up and he just took over the game, went to the line a bunch at the end. And though he had a lot of turnovers, you kind of take the good with the bad and you ride Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is going to. Um, Take this team as far as he can go, and Jimmy don't play like that. Like he's going to go all the way with him, you know, with with how he can play. And um, in his post game interview, he was just saying like, "It's on me, it's on me." Wade's giving me all the the confidence in the world that it's going to be me, and I'm going to do this for the Chicago city, the Chicago, and for myself. So, all right. So, I'm just it's late, and I'm I'm just trying to think through this. Um, let's say theoretically that that Chicago wins. Who do they face in the second round? Well, this is the one eight, so they're going to play the four, the four, four five matchup. So yeah. it'll be Washington. Ooh. So good luck, Chicago. Ooh. They're fucked. <laughs> Why? It's, your your second round is harder than your first. Yeah. You're, and you're the eighth and seed. You're the eighth seed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, Silver, you got this one so wrong. I know. Yeah, it would have been really. It would be in so much more interesting if it was like the full sixteen teams reshuffled. So like the one versus the sixteen seed. And yeah. Anyways, that's for another day. That's for another conversation. That's for another amount of energy that we do not have currently. Right. So, so, so. <laughs> Usain Bolt, prediction. Yeah, predictions. Um, game two, Chicago takes game two. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm just going to do it. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I got a Chicago shirt. I got a Chicago hat. I'll just bust them out of the closet. And. But I think they only win by about like five. Yeah, it's going to be a very similar score, probably even less, maybe like ninety six to ninety. You know. Oof. Okay, right. that's what I think because uh, I'm sorry, Boston, but like I don't believe in Isaiah Thomas and everyone else. Like you need something else. You need a Horford miracle. I don't. Know. I don't know. A, We're certi- done. a certified Horford miracle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, so let's go. Let's go to the last game of the evening, and that's the Rockets taking on the Thunder. I was so hyped, man. Yeah. This uh, boy. I was so hyped for this game. One eighteen eighty seven. MVP versus MVP. MVP versus MV. What? MV. What? Uh, and Andre Roberson versus Patrick Beverly. All right. So, so. <laughs> Can I just before before you talk anything about this, Andre Roberson like at one point was four for four from three, yeah. and I was like, I've never seen that. 
I've never seen that. I've, I've never ne- seen the makeup. I've movie. never seen fucking pigs fly. I've never, <laughs> never seen it before. Roberson just shooting like that. Like Roberson is so terrible. He makes me shut off most, most Thunder games. Even though, even though Westbrook is there to kind of redeem it, like he is so awful in stretches that I just I have to look away. So. Yeah, Westbrook is usually the redeemer, but he had nine turnovers, which is, I think, more than the Rockets combined. And also, you probably don't see pigs fly because your shades are up. You know, you got to open the world to you. You know, you got to you got to see the light, which is Andre Roberson, which is not much. It's a very dim light. It's one of those like you have to see the light, which is Andre Roberson. I hope that's never said to me again. It's on the dimmest setting. All right. Anyways, clap on, clap, clap off, off. <laughs> clap on, clap off, Andre right, Roberson. So, so other 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 big performances. So Roberson goes off. Westbrook kind of an an okay game. Uh, looks like. No, it, it was an awful game. Just an awful yeah, game for him? Yeah, 23 shots, 22 points. Seven assists, but, but nine all, turnovers. Well, he has nine turnovers, but he has 22, 22, 11, and seven. He almost has a triple-double in this. But Yeah, and now we're getting we're getting him exposed. Like, does it really matter? No, right? I'm a, telling a, you. A triple-double doesn't matter if you don't win the game. It, here, here, the game, the game win, it, winning the actual game matters a hell of a lot more. Six made shots. Just saying, just saying, like, that's awful. Six made shots in a 48-minute game. If you scroll down, like, Rockets actually had the story here, right? Yeah. If you were to base your MVP vote or your ballot on who's MVP after this game, it's obviously Harden. Harden had a stupid efficient game, you know, not so much from three, but he went to the line a bunch. He went, he had, you know, he demoralized OKC by doing those, like, um... Just the whipping. <laughs> <laughs> the churning. Yeah. He produced a lot of butter. <laughs> the uh, That, as well as like hitting, you know, three free throw shots after getting hit from three or something like that. Yeah. But he goes for 37. Like 37 casually, uh, James Harden. Who does puts he, the game away. Who does he cross over like a chump in this game? Oladipo. Every time, <laughs> every time, <laughs> like standing at the top of the key. Oh, people's like, I want that facial hair. <laughs> oh, oh, next possession. <laughs> he just like he just goes one hand and just throws Rogaine at him. Like just like <laughs> take that, take yeah. that, Steel Depot. No, the the storyline of this game, but the, we'll talk about the theme of this series in a second. But the storyline of this game is Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. and probably a little bit of. Um, and a splash of Harden as well. I Beverly, of all people, four for six from three. He's known to not outscore his, you know, his opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically contends with Westbrook point for point, uh, shot for shot. He made more shots with less, you know, with more efficiency, mm-hmm. more threes with more efficiency. He had more rebounds. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, less turnovers, plus 18 versus minus 25. Like, he only played 25 minutes. Like, it's incredible that Beverly had such an impact. Remember, Beverly kind of, the Beverly-Westbrook connection is really, has a has a, a long uh, strain of history to it because Beverly knocked Westbrook down and got him injured in the playoffs. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, and then, so And then OKC lost that series. So Beverly is back, you know, and Westbrook is back, and then they get into these, like, little bouts here and there. It's pretty interesting to see them yeah, going wa- back I mean, forth. but watching watching Beverly play, I mean, oh, I know. It's pretty fun. Like you gotta, like I kind of hate watching him, but yeah. when he's on your team, you gotta love him, right? <laughs> so like I'm rooting for OKC, but 
Beverly's kind of fun to watch in this series because he's making Westbrook the best player he can be, mm-hmm. and he's also exposing Westbrook a little bit too. Yeah. Um, okay. Unsustainable. Anderson, Gordon, Lou Williams, all these like really great shooters didn't shoot very well. That'll change. Yep. Okay. Westbrook going for 30 or Harden going for 37 probably will be like 25, 26 and Beverly going for 21 will probably be like 6 to 10 points, right? Yep. Okay. I'm changing my tone on this theme. It was really Westbrook, right? Like how is going to Westbrook how is Westbrook going to really just enact his will on this on the series? I think he has no shot now. After this game one, yeah. he completely got exposed. Beverly's, he's going to keep Westbrook in check. Like, yeah, Westbrook, but pa- is, Westbrook Beverly is, is one of, is one of the best defenders out there. And then, so. but you had Andre Robertson, which is also kind of a great defender on James Harden. Yeah, who's also got probably crossovered a bunch too. Yeah. But James Harden's game is efficiency. Westbrook game, Westbrook's game is I'm Kobeing you. You know, like I'm yeah. taking over this game. But if you're not allowed to do that, if you're shooting and chucking and whiffing from mm-hmm. mid-range, you're you're out efficiencing your you're not being as efficient as you can be. Mm-hmm. The Rockets are just going to outgun you from 3 yeah, and then you have the efficient player in James Harden. So like it was going to be a competitive series for me and now it's maybe, just a competitive sweep. And maybe going to 7 and be OKC's in OKC's favor, but I don't know, this kind of killed the, the vibe for me. Like I think this game is this is this is gonna exact. This is gonna happen again in game two. Because where where was this where was this game? This is in Houston. This is in here. Oh, I know. That's not good. That's not good. So they're riding all this momentum already, and they had a pretty inefficient sh- debut from all those shooters, right? Yeah. They're gonna shoot and make them sh- those shots next time in this game. I don't know, man. Like, how does Westbrook and others contend with that? I don't think I don't think they can. Look at that. Like Westbrook was the leading scorer. And the next leading scorer for OKC was yeah. Andre Roberson. Yeah, uh, they had some issue. This, you know, frankly, ta- oh, go ahead. Frankly, this, as of right now, I'm putting this game second only to to San Antonio, Memphis in terms of blowouts. I know. I, I wish I didn't have to say that. Yeah. I I think there's a greater likelihood that I don't yeah. know how yeah. I dare say this yeah. that Indiana. Upsets, <laughs> upsets Cleveland. Like I think there's a greater likelihood of that because they just, to your point, they got exposed today. They absolutely got exposed, and they have like weird performances from players who normally don't put up those type of points, or even on OKC. So I think they could actually go for less. What are the adjustments that they have to make? Like Westbrook is going to be like, I got to take it. I got to take more control, right? For game two, I'm going to take even more control. Yeah. That's going to be even less production from those players that are going to get spot shots. R- Roberson is going to have, Roberson is going to have way fewer points. Right. Adams is, he's not going to have that many points. Westbrook has to have it. Uh, Oladipo has to have it. And yeah, maybe you get a few more points out of Cantor or Grant, but. I I just I don't see it happening. I don't know. Man. Your starter Taj Gibson at power forward or whatever gets one rebound. Congrats. Um, your Cantor, you're like the best offensive uh, rebounding team, rebounding team in the league, and you get out rebounded by the Rockets. You're not a great three point shooting team, and you take 33 point shots. Like do what you need to do to win the game, but really realize that you're not <laughs> you're not in contention here. If this is what you're gonna you know, no. if you're going to repeat performance here, and as I said, what kind of adjustments can you make? I don't. I, I don't think they can do anything. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think. I think they're. I think it's going. It's still going to be fun. It's going to be. 
it's it's going to be competitive. It's going to be aired up or yeah. just like hyped up. The narrative is going to be super hyped. It's going to be hyped up, but it's just it's not going to have the underlying fundamentals to it. So right. we'll go from there. All right, we're gonna we're gonna look forward to the next couple of games for Monday and uh, make some predictions here. But just really quick, dude, it's. Game two is going to be the same as game one. I'm oh, that. yeah. Game two is the same as game one. I don't know if it's 30 points, but no. it's probably 15. Uh, it's uh, It doesn't look good. <laughs> unless unless there's just an ultra performance of some some kind from Westbrook, which I still don't think it'll happen. <laughs> um, All right. Looking ahead to Monday. Monday, Pacers and Cavs. Game two. Game two. And Grizz and Spurs. Game two. Hallelujah. Um, I think both are going to go as predicted. Yes. Right? Yes. Pacers are going to make it really competitive, but I really feel like the Cavaliers have their number in every position. Um, so Cavaliers and Spurs in a monster 20-point stomp is probably 100% guaranteed. Yeah, I just don't see. I really don't see any other way. Like, Unless Chandler Parsons gets voted off the Bachelor, like, you're a Bachelorette, you know. And he gets a starting spot back. <laughs> Chandler Parsons getting voted off The Bachelor is the only thing I have in my head right now. <laughs> Anyways, all right, that's gonna that, that's gonna wrap it up. I'm I'm really really tired, and uh, you know what? That's gonna put eight games away for the NBA playoffs. <laughs> yeah, we knocked it, man. Eight, eight games it. away. Hey, we only have two to cover tomorrow, so. Yo. We're gonna dig all the way in. What is it? Forty games in forty nights. That's the that's the the mantra for this. We have forty games to cover. Forty games in forty. We have forty nights of this. Closing thoughts. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Keep watching ball. Peace. This has been a Vencast Studios production. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, a bit pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.